1: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we, uh, we get into our Fearless Beer Review, then we get into our vinyl pickups, that leads into our Songs of the Week, and then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. We out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We also have a... Phone number you can call, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. We also have a Discord server if you want to join that. Hit us up, we'll send you the link. And uh, that's all I got for the intro. Hit us up. Boring intro. So let's uh, let's jump right into our Fearless Beer Review. We got quite the night ahead of us. So, oh boy.
0: What, what, What do you got for your beer? I have the biggest small beer that you could get. And that's from Sam Adams And I have their winter lager Oh, okay Nice choice,
1: nice choice Yeah,
0: I don't, um I don't really like the winter lager that much
1: Really? It's a, it's a little bit maltier, but it's still pretty I, good
0: Yeah, I don't, I, I Only, from Sam Adams, I really only like their Their summer ale, and then I don't know if they still even make it, but they used to make a coffee style That was really good Ugh. But, uh, Ugh. yeah So I have, the, I have the winter lager here I'm Why? super excited for it
1: why, though? Why You never you never get Sam Adams.
0: Well, it's festive and smooth. That's what it says in the label. <laughs> um, All right. Because it comes in, like, the little fun packs, and Sloan always buys them because, I don't know. He's a sucker for marketing. Yeah. Is it, what, what is... Yeah, so okay. there's, there, there's too many things in here that I don't want to, to try. Cinnamon and ginger in my beer is mm. not something I want to want to partake in but uh, I'm going to do it. Okay. Ring nah. my lips. I am going to do it.
1: You should have gone with with one of the one the nasty ones that you haven't tried.
0: That's what you should have. From done. Sam Adams? Yeah. This is the only one I don't like by them.
1: But you just said that they have like a cinnamon No, this is apple it. one.
0: This is the winter lager. The cinnamon and, and oh, ginger.
1: Oh, I thought it was like a I these thought are, it was like its own thing.
0: These are tasting notes. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. I don't, right. I don't I don't like I I don't dislike their Boston Lager. I don't dislike their Oktoberfest. I don't dislike anything by them, kind of except for this one. I really don't like this one.
1: Huh, I think their Oktoberfest—that's that, my least favorite out of out of all their their seasonals. But all right, it's
0: okay. All right, butts are for pooping.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. So what I have here is a collaboration beer from Beechwood and. a uh, a brewery up north called Urban Roots. Beachwood is here in so- Southern California, in Long Beach. I think it's Long Beach, and uh, they collaborated to make this beer called Steely Jam. Uh, obviously, they play on Steely Dan. Uh, I don't know why, but they did, and there's some cool little artwork on it. But it's a West Coast style IPA.
0: What does artwork look like? I don't
1: know. It's just you, wanna, you can look it up if you want. It's kind of all over the place. Well, yeah, it's steely- really kind of all over the place. It's called Steely Jam. Steely Jam from Beachwood What's There's like it's a, a record player on it. it Like references different bands Like it, it references Sabbath Nirvana um, oh. You know just the peace sign Guns N' Roses Shit like that you know eh, hmm. it's yeah. whatever. It is eh, whatever It's whatever It's 7.1 ABV uh, It pours very clear it, it looks like a lager I would never expect this to be an IPA If, if I ordered it at a
0: bar or somebody ordered like, it for me. Do you like Steely Dan?
1: Maybe I, I don't. I can't think of anything that they've done.
0: Are you really, really in the years? Oh no! See, I don't like that song. No, I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> that song's <is> so <laughs> oh, so cheesy. It's like bumper music on like radio stations in LA. <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> or it's like the the one uh, when we were watching that Angels game once. And the bank commercial. Oh yeah, like, you're because the one. Because
0: you're yeah. the one. It's bank like one.
1: that that kind of song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hate it. That that's not Steely Dan, is it? The you're the one. Yeah. No, that's probably the Cars yeah. or something, some other stupid fucking band. Yeah, that song's terrible too. Terrible twos. Okay, so
1: fuck. You just want to drink it? Get right into it? Yeah. No, I poured it. I'm I'm all poured okay. up and ready to go. Me too. Let's go.
0: Ding. That's oh, not that bad.
1: All right. This pretty good. It's not bad. It's very, uh, it's not malty at all. This is very kind of, uh, it's refreshing. This is actually a pretty refreshing IPA. Not too metallic-y, not too hoppy. Pretty well balanced. Pretty,
0: pretty well balanced. Pretty well balanced. You got to have the metallic-y part, though. That's like the best part of all IPAs, right? Is the metal feeling in your mouth? The fucking worst That's session great. IPAs. Ugh. So,
1: what do you think what what do you think about your winter, your winter lager?
0: Yeah, it's not bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. It kind taste me, the notes of cinnamon, yeah, for sure the cinnamon
1: okay i i was I was <clears throat> being a dick there, but yeah, I didn't think you could actually taste it.
0: No, I definitely can taste the cinnamon in there i don't I don't eat too much ginger, so I don't know um the potency of the ginger in here okay but um, I thought there was gonna be more like what is that? There's another flavor too that I really don't like in beer in general. I thought it was gonna be in here, but I don't taste it. So, that's like
1: coffee or chocolate.
0: No, I love those yeah. in beer. You're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. No, I'm not. I just checked with myself. I do love those.
1: <laughs> I just yeah. checked with
0: myself. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is fine. Oh. We have a, we have eleven more of these. So I'll drink at least one or two more.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, so we have a three point at, we have a three point hey. rating system where. Three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So what do you give your Sam Adams winter lager? Cool.
0: Um, <coughs> I give it a one. Oh. <laughs> 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 I give it a solid one.
1: Now, see, that, that doesn't make sense. Because you you not even a minute ago you said that you'll drink more of them.
0: Because I have to. Well, but, you don't have 12.
1: to. You don't have to. You, at this point you would give it like a one point You should be giving it a 1.5 or a 1.75
0: I don't, I don't like you, you in, this was like, You've been doing this a lot lately you're, you're influencing my ratings, I don't like it
1: Well it's because you're not taking the ratings seriously I'm They're, taking very seriously But you're, not. If you're I'm, not I'm
0: arguably the only person who takes them seriously This is a one through and through You should try this one time, yes But not again uh, yes. if, I, if, if I didn't have it on the bottles I wouldn't drink anymore Doesn't deserve a one that's for sure. Yeah, it deserves probably like a fucking point nine nine. but I'm I was being nice. Thank you.
1: Fucking guy over here. Okay, so with mine, I would have to give mine just a solid 2. I would go back to it, but there are better IPAs, better West Coast IPAs. And uh Beachwood do they they really do generally have good beer. So, I'm definitely not disappointed, but it's good. I hmm. I I do enjoy this. It's it's not overpowering. It doesn't taste super full of alcohol or hoppy pretty uh pretty pretty good there we go i gave mine a two out of three you gave yours a 1.5 out of three all right so i just checked on beer advocate and raul has not left a review for your winter lager on there so where are you raul we miss you we miss your reviews I hope he's okay i hope so too honestly I'm, I'm i miss him i miss the guy
0: well he's in prison for a while for tax <laughs> or whatever he did to the cuban yes. government i think
1: Yes, the very the very one that's been reviewing stuff, yes. Yes. From prison. Um okay, let's let's move on to our vinyl pickups. That I'm leads into our songs Batch. of the week. So what do you got, Jeff?
0: Go. I didn't I didn't listen to a lot of stuff on the second time around. I got through a lot of backlog, but again I do I do two listen. I do two listen two mm-hmm. listen. And you then do I, two listen. I do two listen and I fold it away, put it away, fold it, don't fold anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it away. But doing this two listens, I've I've purged a lot of things because I listened to it Ooh. once. And maybe I'm excited. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this. I listened again, and I just think like, no, I just there's not enough here for me. Not enough here for me. So I will say that the two listen through, solid idea. If you ever, but, but you don't buy a lot. You know, you don't buy like a lot of yeah wild cards the way I do. I don't.
1: I I do not. Unless unless the cover look really stands out to me, I'm not gonna take the chance on it. Yeah. Cause I just I don't have the room for it. That's yeah. what it is too.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So God, dude, this is gonna be a stupid night. Yeah. Batch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh so God, so I really only fries. I really only have three things. The first thing. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. the fir- The first thing is I picked yeah. up uh, obscured by clouds by the Floyds. Oh. Did you get this in a big
1: p- bundle, or did you just pick it up from Nichols or something?
0: No, I got it from, from Uncle Aldo's Addict, and it was, uh, it was cheap. It was like $14, and then okay, you know, he just knocks it down anyway. So it was like 10 bucks, and now you just, know. like, I don't know. The, the collector in me, this is the only one from the era, like the same era that you want to collect in that I didn't have, and you got yours from the same spot for really cheap, yeah. and I've never seen it again. Yeah, now. that's true.
1: I don't really see it used. I see it new every once in a while, but used, I, I rarely ever see it, see this particular record. It's good though. I I, I think it's a really really good record. What do you think of it?
0: I think I think there's a What'd couple songs on here that are top tier Floyd songs. Oof! But okay. I also think that the rest of the record is completely fucking pointless and and almost stupid. <laughs> Why though? I don't think there's any kind of like middle ground. Because some of the, like the, the the pop melody, like some of the pop stuff they're trying to write here, and it was like a soundtrack too to a movie, so maybe that has something mm-hmm. to do with it. but it just everything just felt rushed. And for okay. an album that, that is essentially the precursor to Dark Side, when they're rushing things, it's just, I don't know, there, there's no time for the songs to develop. There's no time for Floyd to really be Floyd. And so okay, that's a fair. couple of the tracks here I thought were like really, really good. And the rest, I thought, were pretty, pretty shite.
1: So, is it something that you're going to keep?
0: I'll keep it for now, yeah. Until until the great purge comes, which is uh, should be it should be coming the next couple months, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I was going to say it'll probably happen within the next six months.
0: And uh, it's 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 fine though because I've been doing really well on eBay. So the great purge will will I'll probably make a decent amount of uh, of change there.
1: I'm excited for the Great Purge, not, not only just for you to get rid of so much stuff because you have a lot of stuff, but I'm going to be able to to sift through that. There might be some gems for me. I will
0: probably so. do, I will probably start the Great Purge the next time you commit to coming out here. I'll probably start it like a month before you come out. That way when you're here, oh, yeah. it'll be all fresh.
1: Yeah, I don't know when I'll, I don't know when I'll be out there next.
0: Probably got within all the another, time another the month Another month or two, month or two I'll probably be
1: out there. Yeah, we'll see how that
0: goes. I, I don't want this to turn into like the life story thing. It was just like a comment I made. I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I'm sorry I know. If, if you I know. felt well, like the need to, to talk for a long time about I really don't know why you're still talking. Things, yeah. You, you, you should probably it.
1: just continue the joke.
0: Um, another one I got is Blue Oyster Cult, <laughs> Agents of Fortune. This is their uh, like their fourth album, 1976. This has a song, Don't Fear the Reaper. Okay, And yeah. this is the last I will buy from them because even though the, I think this album is solid, It's not as hard rock or metal sounding as their first couple of albums, but it's still really, really good. And Don't Feed the Reaper" it's a fucking, it's a banger of a song. It's such a great song. It's amazing. Oh, it is. Yeah. And it's, um, it kind of gets like overlooked because it's more of a, the song's like five and a half, six minutes long, but really everybody only kind of recognizes just like one 10 to 15 second part of it. So the song uh-huh. itself kind of gets overlooked and it's a really like well crafted song. But Blue Oyster Cult, their first like three albums are fucking damn near perfect. They are so yeah, they're damn really good. good. They're amazing. So but this is this is a little bit more pop than I want. So this is the last I'm gonna buy of them for sure. But this was free okay. I'm gonna buy it. Of course. Of course. Bit of carols, bit of carols. <laughs> And so then annoying. the uh, yeah, and then the last thing I have is my my uh, my song of the week.
1: Okay, yeah, let's get into it. That what is it, it? That's all. So it's this it's, is a weird one.
0: The group is called Brewer and Shipley, <laughs> which is a, a horrible name for for a folk rock band. But yeah, Brewer and Shipley, their album is called Weeds. It's their second from 1969. And I got this in a bin. Just it was a a lot that I bought. I bought a lot a mm-hmm. lot. A lot. And uh the cover the cover kind of looked cool it's just it's it's very basic, and it came from uh Kama Sutra Records who have put out a lot of other really cool stuffs that I like in the folk world, so mm-hmm. I'm starting to pick up more on like labels and things like that and and eras and where it was recorded and and stuff so so this this matched like all of uh all of this checked all of the boxes of things that I would like. It was recorded in Frisco in like the late sixties so you know what, what a I surprise! Mean? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, it's it's it should be it should be in in my in my wheelhouse. But it's it's folk rock essentially. This last song that I chose is uh, it's a little bizarre. It's called Witchy Taito, Witchy Taito.
1: Yeah, Witchy Taito, Witchy Taito,
0: Witchy Taito, Witchy Taito, Witchy Taito, Taito. And then um, <laughs> it's got a bunch of guest musicians. So it's got Mike Bloomfield, who was a, a very popular guitarist, and then John Kahn who, as we know, played a lot with Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead, Jerry. killer bass player. And then Nicky mm-hmm. Hopkins, is, I think he plays keyboards on this, but he was famous for playing a lot with like Stones and the Kinks. Okay. So these nice. these two guys are releasing a, a folk album and just have a lot of connections, but they're not even from L.A. They're from like Kansas. They went out to, to Frisco to record this album, didn't like it, and oh, then went to L.A., didn't like L.A., recorded in Frisco, and then moved back to Kansas. Because they're like the Midwest <laughs> area, but they still they still like tour and they still like play shows together and stuff, and I guess they just to been, this day, yeah, they've just been friends oh, for shit. like that fucking long since like nineteen sixty five That's insane, dude, they're fucking old as hell, yeah wow they're, one of their songs, one toke over the line was was in um Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in the opening scene when Benicio del Toro was singing. A song he's singing one of their songs.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's yeah. I don't remember
1: what song it is.
0: Little pop culture reference, but they're they're cool, man. I really liked them. I really like this album. Not all the songs are like this. Most of the songs are very very traditional folk stuffs. This is the more weird one, more quirky of them, and it's, yeah, it's like seven world minutes long.
1: Sounding. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it starts I out that with was, like
1: that percussion. It's pretty cool. It was good. It's good stuff. It is so. Here's a here's a little bit of a witchy tight toe from dude that's, that sounds Stable. so dumb from Brewer and uh, the Shipleys. <laughs> There's a little bit of a witchy taito witchy tie from Brewer and Shipley I really like that that was a really good song I'm, oh, I'm actually kind of interested in the in the rest of the record but then you said it doesn't really sound like that so I
0: don't it's, know what to think. it's not that that um like it's not that quirky but like the vocal harms are there the guitar's there okay. they never they never get too... They never get like too Woody Guthrie, but it's still pretty folky. It's good stuff. So.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. And their voices aren't annoying like Bob Dylan,
0: you know? They actually do a Bob Dylan cover on this album. Oh, God, of course they do. Fuck
2: it. it's like That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a
0: standard. Any, any folk group from 65 to now is going to cover Bob Dylan. How original, right? Yeah.
1: <sighs> boy, oh boy. Uh, but oh, uh, Yeah, that boy. was a good song. I assume they probably put out it ton of records if they're still friends and if they're still playing to this day they probably put out dozens of records
0: just based off of like their wiki it's not that many it's not as many as you would think maybe like 10 or 15 at the most
1: okay yeah that's not a lot yeah since 1965
0: but i'm I'm, i think they did like a lot of singles i think they just did a um uh documentary too on them this year oh
1: weird to have a documentary on a band that it's pretty obscure, it seems, but
0: I mean who the but fuck they, am I? just just based off of like like they're reading a little bit about them online, I don't think I'd watch it just because I don't find them that interesting, <laughs> yeah, you know there's
1: nothing about them but even just that song, there's nothing about it that really stands out. It's just a good song, yeah, but it it's there's nothing really defining there that other bands or artists were weren't doing right it's' good. Yeah, just good. good. Not so good, but just good. Just good. Yeah. G-G. All right, so is that all you got for Brewer and Shipley? And the That's Vitals? all I
0: got from the Brewers and the Shipleys. All
1: right, so I have, a, I have a short one this week, too. I didn't have a chance to listen to a lot of stuff, even like a lot of the same stuff, just haven't had a lot of time. So uh, these come from both the You, Dis- you Discover Black Friday sale Ooh. as well as the Rise Records sale. Oh, baby, here we go. So the first one here, this one really surprised me. But I got such a good deal on it, I thought, you know, even if it's bad, it's fine. And that's L O Cool J. Oh, his, baby. Uh, Bigger his, and deafer. Yeah. His second record came out in uh, 1987, May 1987. Bad. This was really good. There was one bad song. Oh, I the, can't even the, remember the...
0: It's, it's the fucking... um the, the ballad. The ballad. One. Dude, it's so bad. It's like the first and maybe last hip-hop ballad ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But I thought really you liked terrible.
0: that one because you're a balladman now
1: i'm absolutely not but that that was um that was really bad but otherwise the record was really really good i had no idea L cool j sounded like this i've yeah, never heard dude. any of it outside of you know what is it mama's gonna knock you
0: out that was like his fourth album or fifth album
1: <laughs> yeah outside of that song i've never heard anything he's done and because of that song that's why i've never you know sought any of his music out but 80s yeah, L.O. Cool J was was,
0: was badass. He was really really good, and it's just yeah. it's just fun. It's like you like the golden age of hip hop sound stuff, and this is this is it.
1: This is it. Yeah, absolutely. And it was eight dollars. <laughs> I know, fucking $8. so cheap,
0: stupid cheap.
1: Because <laughs> you picked it up too, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So I assume you've listened to it once, but not twice. That's why. Yeah, just
0: about. once, just once. But yeah, I can talk about it now though, because cause we're already are already doing it. Unless yeah, we're go, know, go for it. it. Yeah. This is it's this is fantastic. This is insane. It's it's nothing like like groundbreaking. It's 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 no, nothing no. that we haven't already heard of. And I it's a little bit different than his first album, where I think his first album is a little bit more groundbreaking, a little bit more of the stuff we've never heard of. Because that was in like mid eighties and, and Bigger and deffer Bad it was in nineteen eighty seven, which is crazy to think that this came out the same year we were born. I know. So we were born it. <laughs> Like, he's out, like right that's, after That's silly boy So so yeah Like like L.O. Cool J Just has a really nice He kind of has like A big boy type of flow to him Everything just Just is like molasses It comes out super smooth And I I, I think he's great I think he's absolutely great Only 80s L.O. Cool J Because The Mama's Gonna Knock You Out I think that's his fourth Or fifth album But that's for sure In the 90s L.O. Cool J and that's Yeah I really for, don't
1: like that song
0: For sure when I stop listening
1: <laughs> Like you've been a big fan and I know, I had, like I've
0: been a huge fan. now, <laughs> not at all, really. I just, I had I, no idea. Yeah, what, what were you saying? I, I just, I, 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 have just never gone back and listened to anything post nineteen ninety. LL Cool J.
1: Yeah, I can okay. understand that if if it sounds like knock you out. But I was looking at his wiki real quick, and I didn't realize he he was making music up through like twenty sixteen. Was he? And yeah. He he has I think he has like 11 records or something like that. Oh my god, come yeah. on, bro. <laughs> I thought maybe like in the mid 90s he had quit music and then just went straight to acting, but no, he's he's been fairly consistent since he he began, which is that's cool, whatever, but I like the golden age of hip hop. I it's really goofy and campy and fun and that's what this this record is.
0: I really dig it. I I also really like him as an actor because I don't have to think. I don't I, I don't got to do anything. Like what you see is what you get with LL Cool J. And that's the yeah. same thing with like his music. His music isn't any, anything deep. It's not it's not getting deep into to like the conscious realm of hip hop. It's just it's just good. It's good stuff. And he's not like a terrible actor. He's definitely not a great actor. He's just like True. a normal dude that does everything kind of really well.
1: Yeah, he's he really kind of just rides that that simplicity, that vanilla line. When it comes to yeah. hip hop and acting, like Ice Cube, does, I am mean, not Ice Cube. Well, Ice Cube, yeah, Ice Cube and Ice T, they do both well, like really well. <sighs> LL Cool J, yeah, he just, I can't even think of one thing he's been in, movie wise
0: or well, a TV Deep show. Blue sea.
1: Oh, Deep Blue Sea, you're right. Yeah, yeah that movie's remember not very SWAT? Good. Deep Blue Sea was so
0: good. Well, well, it's not that good. It's a TV movie. <laughs> it's if it's on TV, I'll watch it every single time. I would never not watch it. Uh, okay, but well, I would never you buy. You don't on really DVD. watch
1: TV, so
0: that's true. It was in SWAT. Remember SWAT? I don't remember that, no. Oh, I had a good little fucking, uh, what do you call it? A little twist. It was in Charlie's Angels. Um, well, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> that movie is pretty, can't think pretty insane. Else.
1: When was the last time you watched Charlie's
0: Angels? Uh, probably like when it came out. Yeah, so it's very much of that 20 years ago. Time. <laughs> it's
1: very much of that time. Unless you, you grew up in that era, you're not going to like it. It's not very good.
0: Honestly, I'm not like a big fan of Cameron Diaz or Drew Barrymore.
1: Same here. I don't get it.
0: I don't get it either. I don't <laughs> I do not
1: get it. Like Especially Drew Barrymore Diaz.
0: Is, is is fine because she's got it kind of like the simplicity to her also. Yeah. But Cameron Diaz for sure I do not understand at yeah. all. Yeah.
1: Me me too. Me too. Ah. Uh, okay. So got that one. This one, this next one I got from Rise Records. It's uh the bouncing souls got their their 10th record simplicity uh this is technically like their their lot their latest full-length record like proper full-length record uh came out in july of 2016 uh if you don't know this one was produced by john seymour who did who produced summer vacation i always spend my summer vacation and anchors away which is pretty cool and uh, this is a good record it's a solid record for a band that's been around for at this point over 30 years that's crazy. And they're still killing it. I mean, there there have been a couple, you know, flops, I guess you could say, with like the gold record and Ghosts on the Boardwalk. But overall, you know, they put out really, they're pretty consistent. Pretty, pretty consistent.
0: I wouldn't say cool. like flops because well, they're not terrible. Did the gold record, the gold song is, is one of their best songs. It's from the gold record.
1: Agreed. The gold song is a great song, but the rest of the record, eh,
0: it's not big. Get the pizza song on there. Yeah. You had like uh that the, the not, one about the Iraq War that that were they were you know that was cool for a punk band to do it. Can't remember <sighs> what it's called. Something about the Iraq War or something. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It must not be that good. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't know. It, this this record is really good and it definitely is replayable. And get into that. Get into simplicity. It's a solid record.
0: Do you have this one? I, I don't. don't I had a bunch of stuff that I was going to buy from Rise, and then it was like buy one, get one free, so I was going to buy even more stuff from Rise that I never did. <laughs> Fucked up.
1: Uh, did I talk about my the Tiger Army stuff I got?
0: Or no? No.
1: Oh, okay, well, might as well bring it up now. Got, it, got Tiger mm-hmm. Army stuff from Rise Records. I got their single... Um, oh, my God, what is the name of the fucking song? Uh, the Lana Del Rey song. Probably no, 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 the Lana Del Rey <laughs> song. Well, oh, dude, I haven't really <laughs> Have yeah, it
0: right here. Okay, Dark Wait, Paradise. Dark did you say Paradise. you bought Simplicity from Rise? Yeah, I thought you. I thought you bought Comet. No,
1: no. Oh, I bought Comet last year.
0: Oh, I because I bought Simplicity last year. Comet was one I was going to buy this year, along with oh whatever that EP was, Crucial Moments.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about Crucial Moments. But
0: the Crucial Moments EP is like a, it was like full price. That's, come on, guys. Yeah, fuck that. Silly. Fuck that. But yeah, I do but, have Simplicity, Simplicity is good.
1: Well, you got to get Comet. Comet's way better like a lot better than Simplicity. But also from Rise, it was, it was a buy one, get one. So I picked up the Tiger Army single, Dark Paradise, which is the Lana Del Rey cover. Uh, and then on the B side, it has two uh, instrumentals called encha- Enchantment and Pipeline, which is it's not a cover of Pipeline. It's just like their own kind of song. Two different color variants. Why not just get both colors? Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, pretty, no, pretty that cool makes sense, stuff. sure. It's the same price as, as one. Might as well just get two. Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked on it. Got that one, and then um, this next one is from You Discover, and from Black Friday. I picked up brand new's fourth record. Daisy came. This one came out in September two thousand nine. This to me is their best record. I I think like leaps and bounds better than everything that they had they've ever done. And I mean I know Jesse Lacey's kind of been canceled, but this record's fucking great. I, are you very familiar with this one
0: i don't like brand new not at all never have never will have you ever heard this record daisy no Hmm. i mean well, maybe at some point if somebody played it in the car we were going somewhere
1: but you're more so you're you're familiar with like the quiet things that no one ever knows and um, yeah like, th- and like all, all
0: of deja for sure okay so you're familiar with that so I, this I do like some stuff, like the like the Me versus Mar- Madonna or whatever that thing is called. Like I like yeah. that song.
1: Okay, so this record is very different from those ones. This is um this is like them trying to do Nirvana, but doing it really well. It's very gritty sounding. It's it's almost like they're in utero. That's what I would compare this to. This is brand new it's in utero. It has that that crazy rawness. It has the really weird songwriting. Shit that they've never done before. You might actually like this one. Now that you're a Nirvanaman and you're an in utero man, you might like this. So we might do it on the pod. This <laughs> is their best record. Okay. And uh, so yeah, picked that one up. Really stoked on it. Probably the only brand new record I'll ever get because the other stuff is good, but eh, this is the best. Don't need any more. <laughs> and this last one was actually a recommendation from you months ago on the pod. It's the it band year This ago. Is Hell. Yeah, it's the band This Is Hell. And their record, Black Mass, picked this one up from Rise Records. This is their fourth record. came out in October 2011. And this is just a straight-up great hardcore punk band. They're so good. I They're just fucking amazing. Did you pick this one up too
0: last year? Or yeah, no? I picked it up last year. Okay. Because it was like dirt cheap. And yeah. I listened to like one song on Spotify and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I bought it. And then I brought the same exact song to the bar that you brought. Oh, <laughs> was it the same one? The same exact thing.
1: <laughs> it's
0: the opening song. It's
1: dude, this. This song is so great. So it is. A, it's called Acid Rain. Like I said, it's the opener, and it's a great representation of this band. So I'm going to play a little bit of it, and then we'll talk about it a bit more, and then we'll move on. So here's a Acid Rain from This Is Hell. you go this is hell and the song acid rain Whew. that is uh that is a punch in the face right there I, it's so good
0: it's just like this came about because like rise was doing a, a good sale last year it was 50 percent off and free shipping and i was just scooping up records like crazy left and right yeah and, and this was like ten dollars or so it was so fucking cheap I said, let me listen to a little bit of it first and it was cool so thank it's rise records find. for their sale
1: I know, right? They every, I mean, it's only been 2 years since we've been collecting, but man, their their sale every Black Friday is fantastic.
0: I wish they were a bigger label that would then get more pans and more releases, but yes, it is True a good too. deal.
1: But they 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 have a lot of good artists as it is. They're a cool label. Honestly, they're a really cool label with some awesome stuff going on. But yeah. yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got for the vinyls and and everything like that. I would love to see this band though. This is held they would be so rad to see like at the glass house
0: that would be fun (laughs) oh
1: my god i from what i was reading too their shows are pretty insane and uh i really want to see them i i really really do if they ever play arizona i will totally go down go out to arizona and go see them do some app
0: app called bands in town i do yeah
1: well yeah i do I, i i'm subscribed to their their feed
0: so I just I, I I remember having this app like years and years ago, and then deleted it. And then when that girl said that Turnstile played in down the street from from where I live, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, Turnstile played at this place last night." I was like, "What the fuck? How did I miss that?" So I redownloaded the app, so I never miss anything. So <laughs> whatever that's worth, I just uh, now I'm going to make sure I don't I don't miss anything good anymore.
1: Yeah, see, I used to have the app years ago as well, and then I had subscribed to their their email. So I get I get emails a couple times a week from them, but maybe I should get the app again. And then, what do you do? You just subscribe to bands, and then it'll tell you when they announce a tour or something or shows.
0: I think it's I think it's yeah tours shows, and then you type in like your your location, and it'll tell you things that are close to you or whatever. And so okay. that's that's what that's what I do. But it's only like I I only follow bands that I really really want to see. Yeah. Like, I That's don't follow weird. Blink because, I mean, obviously, like, I, I'm going to find out Blink's playing at some point. It's too easy.
1: Yeah, it's the more obscure stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same stuff I, I, stuff that I'd be pissed off if I missed, like fucking Turnstile. They played down the street, Tyler. What did they play? It was at just some, I don't know, city civic center in Chandler. <laughs> and Chandler's like a like a placentia type town. Like, imagine Turnstile playing at, like, a civic center in Placentia. I That's, know. Like, that That's kind stupid. of equivalent.
1: It's fucking stupid it is it's it's silly oh, yeah. irritating I don't like it I don't like it nobody told me there. nobody told me nobody told me either nobody's okay, so uh, that's all I got for the vinyls you good you good you want to move on
0: yeah you good wrap you it up the music
1: okay and uh do you want to play any of these songs coming up or I'm good without playing them no, nah. okay uh so a new album rele- a new album that came out this week, uh big dumb face. This is uh West Borland from Limbiskit. This is his side project that he does. It's all him. Uh the album is called Christmas in the Cave of Dagoth. Actually, it's him and his brother, Scott. And uh it's kind of like a like a grindcore kind of deathcore death metal thing that they do. It's fun. It's I mean, if you're into the music, it's pretty cool, <laughs> but it's not necessarily my thing, but whatever. Good for him. I do listen know.
0: to one song if that Needed I don't think it. I even finished it I didn't hate it It was just Honestly I'm like desensitized To this To this type of music now Because friend of the pod Sloan Goes out of his way To <laughs> find the most obnoxious Kind of Even more you know. no, obnoxious And like pig squealer And shit like that Just very <laughs> Grindy and annoying
1: Yeah 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 It's something I don't
0: in- I don't get that shit I don't get it I, I saw Renee and I saw Napalm Death At Not Fest One year Mm-hmm. Was it not fist? Yeah, it was not fist. One probably here. not fist. Yeah, and like I thought they were like, oh, they're really cool. They're pretty talented, I think, because they know what they're doing here. But they're, it's a gimmick. It's a fucking gimmick. <laughs> it's a gimmick. They're a gimmick band, which is fine. Whatever. I like okay. gimmick bands. People like them, but like, don't, don't, don't think that they're like the Hendrix of their genre because nobody's a Hendrix of that genre.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's, is it's a lot of the same. But I guess you can argue the same with pop punk or punk or
0: yeah i i I would never argue that that i mean besides like blink a a, a genre defining band nobody in the pop punk realm is it shouldn't be held in any kind of top 100 list
1: okay all right all right and uh some new songs arch enemy uh classic metal band that's been around for hell like i think maybe 25 years now uh, they're, they're very famous also because they have a, they've had female vocalists and they just rip it up. Like their screams are just insane. And if you like Arch Enemy, you'll probably like this song. It sounds like, like Arch Enemy. <laughs> they're, they're one of those bands that never really changed their style. Just good metal music from like Sweden. I think they're from Sweden. Not the new this- singer. She, the new singer is not from Sweden. She's from America, but the rest of the band are all Swedish, I think.
0: This is like a band that like literally since high school, I hear somebody talk about like once or maybe twice a year. And I always think, like, oh yeah. I I people keep talking about them, but they've been doing it since like high school. And I yeah. know they were in, like since the nineties. Yeah. It's like that's crazy. So yeah, I maybe at some point I'll 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 care more about it. But this song nah.
1: It's not nah. the greatest from them. I, I think nah. they're their golden era was like 2002 to like 2006 or seven. That was with, when they had the singer Angela, Angela Gaslow Gasla or something like that. And uh, yeah, they were, they were really cool back then. They they had a male vocalist for like the first two records and then he was fired. And then they got Angela and she did like everything up through like 2012. And then they got this new girl who's actually married to, um, what's his name for misfits? Um, What's a guitar player's name? I can't even think right now.
0: I don't know. Misfits are terrible. You love the Misfits band. now.
1: They're trash. What the fuck is his name? I can't even think right now. Doyle. Doyle. She's married to Doyle. That's who oh. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she said the buff
0: guy from the Misfits.
1: Yeah, the buff guy from the Misfits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Doyle. <laughs> and uh, th- this last thing here, I just wanted to bring it up because I don't, I don't get under Oath. I don't know why they're so popular, but they put out a new song called Numb. I, j- I just don't get it. Do You, you don't like them either, right?
0: Not really i but I, I don't get it. no, not at all actually it's it's weird because I never heard that that um what band did did the guy Dallas, what other band was he in that we talked about in the pod
1: Dallas, oh, from oh, he was in a just Yeah, Malian and the yeah, Sons of
0: disaster, yeah. disaster, that band's fucking really really good, yeah, very good, they were phenomenal, and I don't understand under oath either, and I don't uh I don't know man i I like a lot of really stupid kind of i don't know what metal core from this era and this is like from the the day to remember yes when we were like in high school and just a little bit before high school but i don't like i don't understand like they're only chasing safety that's the like the big one that people just die over i don't get it we did on the pod i didn't get it yeah
1: i know i i don't understand it and even like you were you were never into the metal core stuff or or that kind of anything related to it but even when we did A Trey we did the curse record, and when we did Suicide Notes and Butt Kisses, you you really like those records. Like you could you could still really get into it and that says something. But Under Oath, I they're too specific to that genre. They're they're like very derivative of that genre. I don't I don't get it.
0: With with Atreyu, it was fun. Actually with, with Under Oath too, it was it was interesting because I didn't know how much Atreyu songs I knew. And I didn't oh, yeah. realize how much how many Under Oath songs that I knew. And I'm like, holy fuck, like, I remember this song. But the difference was, like, oh, I remember this song. This was really good. And then it was still with Under Oath. Like, oh, I remember this song. It still sucks. I don't like this. <laughs> so I don't, I don't. maybe just Under Oath are like a bootleg Atreyu. I don't know. I think they are. I
1: really think they are. I mean, it, it kind of has the same formula, too, where you have the lead, the main lead vocalist does only the the screaming and then the drummer does the clean vocals. It's it's the exact same formula, but Atreyu came first. Is, and
0: we're is doing that it before he, them. Is that guy still alive, Dallas? Didn't did get like a like a, like an oh. airplane accident or something or like No, a, he what was it? It like like was dirt, a it was a dirt bike, was it, or, it was a
1: dirt bike or an AT, I think it was an ATV. ATV, yeah. A yeah, I think, folio, a I think he hit a tree or something. I think he he hit a tree.
0: He had no helmet on.
1: Yeah. And he has like, he's still alive, but he has like brain damage and stuff. Jesus. That's sad sad shit
0: okay so that's all
1: I, that's all we got for new music uh let, let's move on we, we got a couple things to just touch upon real quick the first thing brad pitt the actor the the famous actor he bought some studio in in france and it's famous you know for you know pink floyd recorded a couple of records there uh, i think the pixies recorded a record there a lot of big bands have recorded and it shut down years ago, but him and Angelina Jolie bought it, and now he's actually restoring it and making it a functioning record recording studio again, which is pretty cool. It's cool. I mean, it I just, don't know.
0: It's fucking weird. It's just like what it is Brad Pitt? for a guy who's
1: yeah for a guy who's never, as far as I know, he's never been in the music world at all. I don't know. It's strange.
0: I, but I mean, it, like it was the wall. Like like the wall was was supposedly recorded or partly there at that studio. Which, who cares, yeah. right? But I mean, there's a ton of other bands that recorded like albums there, and it's it's an iconic place. And I just I don't. I think it's weird. I, I think it's weird, and obviously, I'm a little weary of it. And I think this is some type of weird setup where he's going to do a movie here, and make a documentary, and make a bunch of money off of stuff he doesn't really care about. But if he does really yeah. care about it, then I think this is really badass.
1: What well, said that the the property that it's on that he owns is like a is a winery as well, and it said also I don't know. If, if you remember in the in the article, it said that they're going to use it not only for music production but also for film uh, as a film location and yeah. like an art theater or something like that. So, which it's I think probably going to be mainly used for that.
0: I would be like I don't I don't drink wine, but fuck me, I would go on a tour to any kind of like iconic studio, drink wine, and just like listen to some knowledgeable tour guide throw down all these facts about who recorded here, when, how they did it, like that would be so amazing to me. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. I'd do that for fucking six hours. i get super drunk and have a great time. <laughs>
1: I know. And just talk music <laughs> with somebody.
0: Oh, it'd be so cool.
1: That would be pretty sick. Well, friend of the pod, Skip, he lives closer to France than we do. So maybe when this all opens, he can, he can go there, do his thing over there and then come on the pod and then talk about it with us. Yeah.
0: Maybe Sounds we'll like go out there plan, and visit right?
1: them. Maybe maybe we'll meet up in Paris, Patty, and then we'll hey, we'll, right. we'll we'll take a we'll take a train to whatever city this is in, and do it.
0: Take the Euro
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take the Euro and get way too drunk because that's exactly what would happen. And then we'd yeah. start fighting with each other, not even with other people, just with each other. Yeah, just to annoy other people because that's Correct. what we do. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So moving on from that, uh, kind of related, Pink Floyd. I just found this out like an hour ago but apparently they they like silently released a bunch of live recordings on the streaming sites and they all take place within like a two-year span i think there was like seven live records they put up that have never really been released to the public and one of them is uh it's a it's a tokyo gig that they did in 1972 where they played dark side in its entirety before the record even came out and apparently all the songs are like different arrangements and different and they're more jammy and apparently it's really good so mm. i'm actually very interested in this it's i guess it's more lo- longer drawn out jam sessions within that record and there are parts that aren't even on the actual record itself so pretty interested in that
0: yeah so, I, I will definitely i will definitely take a listen to that too
1: yeah read, read the, i know you, i just put it up right before we started so you probably didn't need the article but just go through it real quick because it kind of breaks them down a little bit Cause it brings up like the Pompeii concert and and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool, pretty, pretty cool. Check (laughs) it out. And the last thing here, I know Jeff's not really a fan of this band, but I think they're a really great post hardcore band. They're from Idaho. They're called the ongoing concept. I've talked about them on the pod every once in a while I have. And uh, they, they got their classic lineup of like all the brothers back in the band and they're they're recording a new record and it's coming out in 2022 and i'm stoked i think they're really good they put out some really good music some really great songs and they're from some small little town in idaho and they just rip it up and if you look up their their live shows on youtube their live shows like they they're comparable to like dillinger they're pretty they're pretty cool they're pretty they're a pretty cool band and they broke up a couple years ago because they were touring europe and they got all of their gear stole. They got literally everything stolen from them while they were touring Europe, and they were stranded in Europe for like two weeks without any way of getting home because everything was stolen. Mm. And then they broke up after that. And I don't remember. I don't remember if you remember me saying, but they're also that band who came out with that record where they made all of their own instruments, their guitars, their bass. Oh their yeah, I do remember yeah. that. It's this band. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, they're all brothers except for one guy, the bass player, and then they're all back together. And they're recording a new album, so.
0: Okay, there you get go. Get into
1: that. I'm excited, and uh, maybe we'll do one of the records in the future. Who knows? Sure,
0: Who knows? sure. Who knows? Sure. All right. Well, you got anything else to say? I did read today that Korn and System are playing a show oh, yeah. in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, they've, they've this is their third rescheduled date. The <laughs> first one was supposed to be right after covid came but then they canceled that and then there was supposed to be last month and then they canceled that because surge got covid and just a month ago and now they've postponed it till next year and one of the dates is going to be in phoenix so
0: january 31st
1: that's m- day after remember they
0: well, Ooh, that's it could where, be a good present to yourself uh, i i don't care that much honestly mm, okay i'd All rather
1: right. see corn in like a small venue
0: oh i want to see system i don't i don't care about corn.
1: oh uh, well i would i would go see corn and just leave. And I'd take you with me just so we
0: could leave a Nazi system. That's no. <laughs> done it before. <laughs> <laughs> before We've left the show a Nazi system before. So. It's
1: true, yeah. Maybe you'll have an asthma attack again. Who knows? Uh-huh. <sighs> okay, so there's, is that all you got? That's that's it. That's all. Okay, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts rate, review and subscribe to us on their followers on social media at Edison Radio. Keep listening because we're getting into Benny Spears' album. Oops, I did it again. And
0: that's
2: it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Keep it